Welcome to the Random Tea Random Movies Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about The Magnificent Seven from 2016. <laughs> you have to be specific. Yeah, because I watched maybe 20 minutes of the old one. I watched it. You watched the whole thing because you're much more dedicated in remembery than I am because I was gonna and then I didn't. So yeah. It's very much the same movie. It's a 1960s movie. Yeah, like so. not to say that there wasn't good cinema back in the day, but there were also very dramatic portrayals and kind of cheese ball. Well, it was with commercials because it just happened to be on television, believe it or not. With commercials, it still took up a three hour time slot. That's crazy. And there was a distinct lack of acting. Mm-hmm. It was just like being dramatic and saying words. So I, I have to say, having seen both of them, I do prefer the the twenty sixteen. <laughs> I think version. it's one of the it's one of those movies that like people have fond memories of, and you go back and you're like, that was not as good as I remember. Kind of like Star Wars: A New Hope. Yeah, if the original. The, well, yeah, yeah, a little bit. There's some cheese ball bits. Oh yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah, it was some great cheese ball though. I know it was. It was. So. But yeah. It will forever be in my heart one of the best, you know, mm-hmm. ever. So, but yeah, but I like this one, and I'm not I, I'm not a big Western fan. I liked it more than I expected. Yeah, we've seen it twice now, um, uh, and I think it held up. It did. I am not a Western fan, but I do enjoy the Western. Yeah, you like the aesthetic and I, the. Well, I do like the aesthetic. Well, I grew up with Bonanza and Gunsmoke and Clint Eastwood and Fistful of Dollars and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. You know, I grew up with all of that. Yeah. So. I've I've never cared for the genre. I mean, and there are good things within the genre. And I just go, oh, that's a good movie. Like Magnificent Seven. But it works against the whole Western thing for me because I just generally. And hell, I'm watching Westworld for some reason. I know. What's up with that? It's good. It transcends <laughs> the westernness. It does. It, well, there's so much more behind the scenes going on with that. Yeah. There's yeah. so much more to it. Um, so, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I did too. I mostly just saw it because Chris Pratt was in it. Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. That's true. Who's a precious angel. He is precious, precious angel. Um, well, I have not seen Denzel. In anything in a in while. anything in a while. I haven't. I'm sure he's been in things. Oh, yeah. He's constantly working. Um, He's been doing a lot of like, um, like uh, actiony, but not straight action. Like thinky thriller, not thriller, thinky thriller, action. Thriller. I don't know uh, what, like Man on Fire and stuff like that. And that just, I have to be a in the right too mood. Thinky. I well, I yeah, a little too thinky to just be like blow up fun. Um, yeah, I have to be in the right mood for those kind of movies. But I do love Denzel. I think he's fabulous. Yes. He can, he can like, read the phone book and he'd probably get an Oscar That's true. nomination. That's true. Like, I will watch uh, Crimson. Have I ever made you watch Crimson Tide? Mm. I've seen it. You've seen Crimson Tide? I've seen with, it. With, um, oh, what is his name? Plays the captain. Yelly guy. I get that in Hunt for Red October mixed up. Hold on. No, Hunt not for Hunt for Red October. Yeah, I've seen Crimson, Crimson Tide. Tide too. And I even have IMDb open. I do too. Look at you. But I'm quicker than you. Uh, Gene Hackman? It's because I'm trying to type left-handed and I'm not left-handed. Shut up. Is that Butch Gilzine? Butch Gilzine. Yes, he's in it. You know, no, it's not Butch Gilzine. You know who it is? It's the guy from Sopranos. Yes, that's who it is. 
Okay. He's in it's Crimson not, Tide. Looks like Butch Gilzine. I love Crimson Tide. Okay. Um, and I, if it, it's, Crimson Tide is one of those movies. If it's if on, it's you'll on, watch it. I will watch it. Okay. That is good to know. I love me some Crimson Tide. Um, and I love Denzel Washington in Crimson. It's his performance in Crimson yeah. Tide that I love so much. Yeah. Um, as it, the XO. It was so weird him seeing him and Ethan Hawke together because Denzel has not aged like at all. And Ethan Hawke has aged a lot since they were in training well, day together. I had to look it up. up. They roughed him up. They did. I had to look it up, though. That was 15 years ago. Yeah, it was. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Ethan Hawke's kind of gotten over his... Prettiness. Peak. Yeah. As they say. Some guys, man, they <sighs> hit that point and they Excuse just start me. going backwards. That happens to people in general? Apparently not it doesn't just, happen to Denzel. Men. Not just men. Apparently it doesn't happen to Denzel. How old is he now? Denzel? Like, he ain't young. He ain't heavy? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, 61. Denzel he is 61? He does not look 61. No. He wow. looked good, as the kids say these days. Like, okay, Equalizer, Two Guns, Flight, Safe House, Book of Eli. Like, I haven't seen any of these. Oh, I did see the taking of Pelham 123. Ethan Hawke's only 45. They roughed him up good. They did rough him up good. Although, can I say I liked Goodnight? And all I his precious PTSD enjoyed, glory. I know. I know. I loved him so much. I loved all of them. I really, and even though Chris Pratt was a complete asshole. Like, okay. he was my asshole. Okay. Yeah. Now, I love Chris Pratt. You I know too. I love Pratt, Pratt, I Pratt. I do. But I really do feel like they just kind of put him on set and said, have at it. They didn't th- give him a script or anything. I he's think they just... were like, be meaner than your normal self. Because yeah. I don't feel like he's that mean. Because he, he was... Unless they were just really giving him alcohol. I just kind of feel like he's the same character he was in Jurassic World. He's the same character he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Just the setting changed? Just, it, yeah. It's like it's an AU of the same character. <laughs> I can see that. You know I can, what I mean? I can see it. the lovable rogue. I love Chris Pratt. Yeah. He plays that type of character well. He does. I would love to see him in a drama. I can't remember. Somebody, was it Joe who said it was like Ryan Reynolds and somebody else and it might have been Chris Pratt that get to, that get to play the same character in every movie and people love it. I can't remember. Mm, but I don't. Yeah, well, he's, familiar, we saw but... a preview for that, um, what is it, Passengers or something like that with the, the Jennifer Lawrence one. Yeah, yeah, it was Chris Pratt. But that Jennifer looks more Lawrence, action-y yeah. than, Passengers. I want, than a straight-up drama. But see, that looks still looks like the, the, the rogue with yeah, the, the sarcastic. But also a heart of gold. But you love him. Yeah. So I would love to see Chris Pratt in a for-real drama. Like a not-in-effects-driven. No comedy. Yeah. I want to see if he can do it like not to say that this exact thing but kind of like august osage county where it's just like it's a straight-up character drama yes there's no yes something painful yes yes something painful yeah i kind of would too because he's he's so smart because i've seen the outtakes of things he's he's just ad-libbed on Mm -hmm. parks and rec Mm -hmm. so i think he's got the intellect for it Mm mm-hmm but somebody needs to give him the chance. Yes. I would love to see yes. him spread his wings. Because he might just be typecast different. right now. Yes, yeah, and I think he's bigger than that. I do, too. I do, too. Speaking of bigger, in... Okay, let's just refer to them as Yul Brenner's 
Okay. Magnificent Seven and Denzel's Magnificent Seven. Okay. Because saying 1960 and 2016 just... Yeah. yeah. So in Yul Brenner's right. Magnificent Seven. Oh, Yul um, Brenner. Yul Brenner always seemed to play Yul Brenner. I know. I mean, but, he kind of did. But in he was supposed to be Cajun. That. I don't know what that was, but I that was not, not Cajun. Unless you told me that, I would not have gathered that from yeah, the little the bit reason, I saw. Yeah, and the only reason... I had to look at it. Yo, Brenner's Russian. Yeah. He's, He's a special Russian. dude. Special, special dude. But anyway, in, in Yul Brenner's Magnificent Seven, they were all so skinny. Yes. Steve McQueen was yeah. a toothpick. Oh, so was James Coburn. James Good Coburn God. was a beanpole. Mm-hmm. All of them were all so, legs. so skinny. Um, Charles Bronson. Mm-hmm. I did not recognize. Yeah, I, w- I honestly would not have known it was him. Because I had to point you, him out to unless you. Unless you were like, that's Charles Bronson. I, I, was had, like, I did. I was like, that's him right there. He's so young. Yeah. Um, but see, to do that and then watching uh, Denzel's Magnificent Seven, those men got some meat on their bones. Them boys muscly. So. Aside from maybe Billy Rocks. Yeah. But still very but, powerful. Well, even... Um, the Native American guy who's Red Harvest. Red Harvest, who I wish had. I wish we got more with him. Yeah, I would. He like was to sent away to scout um, mm-hmm. before um, Bogue's men to signal when they were. Yeah, coming he was back. their he was their early warning so, signal. So we didn't get to see him as much, like interacting with the villagers, mm-hmm. and you know that would have been. Kind yeah, of I cool. didn't. He just kind of showed up, mm-hmm. and he said very little. Huh. Although it was so funny when he was like. I'm hungry. And they're like, what? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> uh, I sense that we are bonding. <laughs> uh, oh, there were so many one-liners. There were. There were. And, and like you said, it. there were a lot of references to the original. There were scenes that were straight out of the original. Well, I say original. The original original is... Was the Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. Yes. So this is a remake of a Which remake. I wish I had been able to... See. Well, the Magnificent Seven is a... AU of the Seven Samurai, whereas right. Denzel's Magnificent Seven is literally it's a straight it's not remake. A, it's not a reboot. No, it's a straight it's a up remake. remake. Yeah, they t- they did change some things. They, they seem to have switched some of the character traits. They did move some like of the character Robichaux's traits around. The, Robichaux's the um, Cajun, the Cajun, as opposed to the as opposed to Denzel. Right, right. The guy. Although uh, Denzel's character still wore the black clothes, with the black hat, on black the black horse. horse. Yeah. What was it? We had a black man in black clothes and a black horse in a black field. And I was like, okay, that's actually yeah. kind of an epic scene. Yeah, it was really cool. I was visually. It yeah. was. But if you if you were to just say that to somebody, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. He's like, he played it really like I. I didn't feel like he was phoning it in because you're Denzel Washington. You can phone shit in now because you can do whatever you want. Yeah, but Denzel Washington ain't phoning shit in. That's so. true. Um, so I, I just, I was actually really pleased with everybody's performance. I thought they I also, all did a really good job. I also read that Denzel Washington did not watch Yul Brenner's Magnificent Seven. He didn't want to. To he be tainted with he it. He did not want to be influenced by I it. I can see that. He did watch. Seven Samurai? Seven Samurai. Yeah. But he did not want to be, uh, he did not want his performance to be, he wanted to, to have his own interpretation. Yeah. Which was beautiful. Yeah. In my opinion. Um. And so Chris, so Denzel was the Yul Brenner, and Chris right. Pratt was the Steve, Steve McQueen. Right. Uh, Which, honestly, Steve McQueen always felt kind of one note to me. I'm, 
I'm one of those people, and I'm sure there's probably people hissing at me right now. Um, and it could just be I'm not of that age. But anytime I see him in something, he's Steve McQueen. And I don't get the, the whole same like epic people are like, oh, my God, Steve McQueen's one of the greatest actors. And when I think of like greatest actors, I think of like Anthony Hopkins. I think of Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, them. And I know, and I know those are also they're also do stage too. They're the yeah, those, they're those actors that do the. Whole and I know gambit. Steve McQueen yeah. died pretty young, um, so we didn't get to see him in his later years. But I don't know. I just never. Yeah, I mean um, he's fine. Acting is not what it used to be. Yeah. Um, and then if we, you if you watch some of the old movies and not some of the good older movies, the good older movies. even in some of the Hitchcocks, you got to go. Oh, wow! Yeah, because that, people, that was just people you were just saying those lines see people speak of psycho like it's this oh psycho oh yeah have you actually seen psycho i love that movie oh yeah of course you love the movie and that's movie but it's it's not as good as people think it is well and one thing i always try to remember about old hollywood and everybody's got like a you know shine in their eye it was much more of a machine than it is now. Like you didn't just. Oh, yeah. oh I did. I did one picture this year, and I'm I'm gonna take the next year off because no. I'm tired. It was like no, you did like six fucking movies a year. Oh yeah, because you yeah, were on contract. Condi- yeah, and the working conditions were a lot yeah. worse too. But um, so, I, and I think that lends it some of it because it's like okay, I gotta say this shit. All right, let's go. Let's just get this shit done. Well, and now there's uh, it's people, more artistic and if people improv a line mm-hmm. it's you know oh hey we're gonna keep that in there yeah um, there was none of that back then because i i yeah i've heard of a lot of that happening yeah yeah i could easily see some of this have might have been improvised i mean and one thing i thought was funny that i read about the original was um yule brenner is the one that wanted steve mcqueen to be brought in Yes. And then he ended up being a whiny baby because mm, Steve McQueen touched his hat while I was talking and you think that's crazy. But there was shit like that and like he 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 was very self-conscious about being seen as taller than Steve McQueen mm-hmm. and so he would build up these little mounds of earth when they did scenes together and McQueen would like kick him down whenever like Oh god. So I mean really? Yeah, so you get like this much male ego, so it can either go the oh we're all buds and we're gonna cut up and improv a little bit, or it's gonna become like a pissing match really fucking quick. And I hope the new version was the oh let's be let's be cool. Yeah. Uh, well, Steve McQueen also staged a car accident so that he could be in the movie. I did not he know was, that he was under contract for his TV series Wanted Dead or Alive. Yeah. So they wouldn't and they wouldn't give him a release to do the movie. So he staged a car accident. Oh my god! And said he couldn't work on the series because he had he had suffered a whiplash injury and had to wear a neck brace. And then he worked on the movie. So during instead. the interval required for his recuperation, he shot Magnificent Seven. <laughs> I gotta respect that. Like props to Steve McQueen for being kind of a badass. Yeah, he really, really wanted to do the movie. So <laughs> I mean, it was a big movie. Yeah. I mean, it was a big deal, yeah. There's a reason they remade it. Um, there were a lot of names in that one, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, just not just Yul Brynner, Stephen Queen, Charles Bronson, Robert Vaughn, Brad Dexter was in it, James Coburn was in it. James Coburn was a baby. Uh, so. But, but anyway, yeah. We're here to talk about Denzel. So, all right, well, we talked about Denzel. We talked about Pratt. We talked about Ethan. Um, I feel really bad for Robichaux. Like... They didn't know what PTSD was back then. No. 
And that boy totally had it. Oh, he totally was over the edge. And, um, and I, well, you know, we made it 15 minutes. Um, him and Billy were in the love. They had a relationship. There is no denying. And you cannot tell me that that was not implied. I've seen it twice. It was very implied. And the second time I caught so much more of how implied the relationship was. Yeah. Because Billy knows about the issues. Even if they were not a couple, Billy was in love with, Billy at least was in love with Goodnight. Yeah. Even if Goodnight didn't return the affection. Yeah. Billy was in fact in love with Goodnight. And you cannot tell me otherwise. Yeah. He took care of him far too well mm-hmm. and he okay knew, hey, and he was the one that was like that that you didn't that was oh, just a you're dream fine. you're fine you're be okay you didn't hear no yeah you're be good the and, flask oh you're uh it was oh it was uh it was the rifle was uh was locked oh up. yeah yeah it was, it was, it was jammed. jammed yeah taking care of him man yeah yeah so everybody uh, looked, and you can say oh well they were just friends he was just you know real good friends okay um chisholm mm-hmm. and robichaud Mm-hmm. We're good friends. Yep. Did you see Chisholm taking care of him? Nope. No. No. And then the final straw. What was Billy looking at when he died? That fucking flask. Robichaud's flask. Yep. There is no denying it. And they died together. They died at they the died same fighting, time. They died fighting side by side. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is well known that Fuqua. Yeah. Antoine. Antoine. Um, Who directed Training Day. Very much wanted this cast to be diverse. He went out of his way to make sure that this cast was as diverse as it should have been. because Being in the Old West. Yes, there were black cowboys back then. Heck yeah, there were. There were. There were. And, you know, there were Mexican uh, Mexican guys all over, all, the, place. All over yes. the place. I mean, yeah. So I really respected that. Um, so why is it so hard to believe that they would have slipped in mm-hmm. a gay couple on top of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because the um even our uh uh Haley Bennett. Yeah. Who played Emma Colin, she was not a stereotypical woman. Nope. They very much made sure I thought they were gonna give us a forced romance with her and um Pratt. We have a uh, we have uh, some feedback on that when he came to help her shoot, and I was like, "Nah!" And it they didn't do it. it. Yeah, see, I got scared at first too, oh, it but it great. never. Yeah, it, it never materialized. Coalesced. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we have um, some feedback that touches on that too. But and but she was, uh, and and we talked about this yesterday. She was kind of a damsel in distress, but not damsely no more she was in distress she was in distress but it it was proportionate if that makes any sense but she also had a leadership role but it was like it was like i need help dealing with an army of men it wasn't just something that she could have done on her own Mm -hmm. and it was no more damsely than the three um from the original guys from the original that wanted wanted to recruit the the magnificent seven so protect their village yeah Yeah. so i i was totally cool with that and like she's like you said she took an active role Mm mm-hmm um and and i love when the guy was like oh you weren't authorized to do that on behalf of us and she was like i was the only one with the balls to do it i know that was one of my favorite lines like y'all didn't do nothing i was going i was going to get shit done and uh when ribishaw left by the way spoilers uh (laughs) when ribishaw uh took off Mm -hmm. and she came in and said i'll take his place yep there was no she was like no i'm doing it yep so and she did i was really hoping to see more women yeah up on that yeah whatever up there but no yeah uh so so what did you think of vincent as jack horn he's always so good vincent d'onofrio is 
a precious, precious, precious pancake. He's honestly one of the better actors is, probably out there. Is he the sharpest pancake in the drawer? He is. Okay. He makes such cool choices. He made. When he opened his mouth and that voice came out, I, I was like, not, I know. There's a bear walking around in people clothes. <laughs> but it worked. Well, but when I saw him come on screen, it didn't register that that was him. Yeah, he's. I'm. I'm always really, even if I'm, even if I don't care for the film, um, Vincent D'Onofrio is just fabulous. Well, and it totally threw me off because he plays opposite uh, Pratt in. Jurassic, Jurassic World, World. Mm-hmm. and this was a completely different character. That was a different man. Yeah, Pratt played. Sorry, sorry but Pratt played the same character. Yeah, he yeah. was. So to see uh, Vincent, who I'm not saying his last name on purpose, because yeah. um, I can't. He played a completely different character. But and you're right, that voice, and you're like, what? But is it happening? worked, and and that's the thing. Like it was perfect. Somebody like Vincent D'Onofrio, who has such a great career and he makes such cool choices that you're like you know i never would have done i never would have thought that would work but it did i respect that but when i see somebody contrasted with somebody like jared leto Mm -hmm. who tries to be shocking for the sake of it oh can we yeah it just bothers me but that's how i know that like somebody's really good like he he didn't do it for the pure shock value of it like he did it as a character choice and Mm -hmm. i think it shows oh yeah I just, I think that's why some performances just really hit home and then some you're just like, I don't know why that rubbed me the wrong way, but it just did. I feel Mm -hmm. like there are some actors that just make choices just to be shocking and I don't think that's a good enough reason to do it. Yeah. But, you know. I agree. But his, uh, he was larger than life. Yep. He was precious from the moment go. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Odd. Really weird. Very and he would just, odd. He would just mumble things. Like, I cannot wait to see this with closed captions. Yes. Oh, I, th- I was thinking that yesterday when we were watching it. I was just like, cannot wait until I can see closed captions. So that you don't miss a single word that he said. Because you, it was lit- when watch it the second time, what he was saying was relevant. And I was kind just of. Just on a higher level. Like, they mentioned, they mentioned that Horner or Horn. Is it Horn or Horner? James Jack Horner Horn. was the Jack composer. Horn. Okay. Jack Horn. So he, they made a point of saying, like, he used to basically scalp Indians for his mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. because the government used to pay for pay bounties for it. And now he can't do that anymore. And so he had some interaction with Red Harvest. I kind of expected a little bit more. And that could be one of those things that got cut. Yeah. Because this was over two hours. So, I mean, mm-hmm. this was not a, a thin movie. No, it was not. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I would like to see what's on the cutting room floor. Yeah, because, because that's the thing. That era, and we saw, we saw some of it at the very beginning with Denzel riding into that first town. There was so much racism and against Mexicans, against black men, against Indians or natives. Um, sorry, uh, Native Americans. And it was just so rampant in that time and that place. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted a little bit more I, of that. You know, I let Mexicans slide, though, because they were, in fact, yes. from Mexico. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah, that's not just a general slur. No, no, no. <laughs> like, some people use it. Yeah, I just don't want any, I don't want to get any emails on that. Yeah, no, he was actually He was literally from... Mexican. In fact, uh, Manuel Garcia Ruflo is from Mexico. I the actor him. himself. He was adorable. Is from Mexico. He was the most charming outlaw. Wasn't he? 
Uh, and the the man who played uh, Red Harvest is Martin Sinsmeyer. He's great. He is. Let me get this right. Tinglet, I think. No. Well, that's the language he's. Oh, okay. Uh. He's up from Alaska way. He's he's Alaskan. He's like I was just trying to find the specific location that he's from, but I don't quite. I'm not finding. Wait, here we go. Mm. He I'm was not, great. I'm not. I'm not finding it. Um, but he isn't. But he's. Uh, he is native. He's, he's, he's native. native he's just not a. He's just not a Comanche. Which at this point, I love perfect representation. But geez, I'm just glad they got somebody that was a native. <laughs> because uh, but, there are a lot of movies that don't do that still to this day. Yeah. So. Uh, that was one thing Twilight got okay. I know, right? surprisingly hmm. oh uh, oh speaking of twilight there was the guy from twilight that was yeah in he this. was in that that was kind of weird which yeah. i kept looking at him and i all i could see when you mentioned that in the theater i was like that's all i can see now yeah damn yeah this is a twilight au now. he looked much Ugh. um bulkier so, so i was saying earlier is like, all the men in Yolvander's was skinny and all mm-hmm. the men in this were they were muscly and hefty 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 mm-hmm. um not in, in, a, in, in a, a good in a good unpleasing way, way. Yeah. uh so, but, uh, Scotty, A-U-G-E-R-E, Aguirre, uh-huh. who worked on Dances with Wolves, taught Sizemore how to ride a horse bareback. Oh, cool. I did notice that when he, he um, did He did ride bareback, yeah. And the the first time I noticed it was when he was actually going to go out to scout, um, from the town, and mm-hmm. he just jumped on that horse, and I was like, damn, son. I still don't get his motivation for joining the group. I don't see. That's the thing. I would have. We got some good character bits from some of the guys, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I would have liked a little bit more of his motivation. Yeah. Why? Was Aside it? from his because path is different. Robichaud joined up because him and Chisholm, Chisholm were had all a buddies. Mm-hmm. Pratt needed his horse. Mm-hmm. Um. Billy was there because uh, Robichaud. Robichaud was there. The. Uh, Vasquez was there because uh, it was either that or be arrested. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, hey, that works. Um, but the Red Harvest was there because he he was on a different path. Yeah. And, you know, and then Chisholm ate a deer heart. That was uncomfortable. I was just I was just trying to figure out if it was the stallion that mounts the world. That so, that was my first thought was, oh, Khaleesi, are you are you with child Denzel? And how much gummy those poor actors had to consume to shoot that scene because oh I hear god. that stuff is gross. Oh my god, it was. And that's one thing I will say. This is real. Is how fucking dirty and gross everything is in the West. That's probably one of the reasons I don't like that time period because everybody's <laughs> so grimy. So weird because everybody's so grimy. I like it. And you've met me. I know. I'm the one that obsessively cleans. Yes. And I am not. And, um, <laughs> like, we've known each other for, what, three, four years now? Mm-hmm. And I still clean my house before you come over? Mm-hmm. That's cute. I stopped doing that a long time ago. Well, you see that I did the dishes from yesterday. Oh, my God. You nerd. That you saw in my... I had to. Yeah. I had to. So, but... I really hope you don't get offended that I don't do the same. It no, it does not bother me at all. Okay, cool. It does not Yay. bother me at all. But I got up this morning thinking, I've got to do those dishes before Queenie comes over. Yeah. Because I just had to. So, that's what makes it... And I'm only telling these things because that's what makes it so weird that I like the dirty, the hot, the yeah. gritty... Yeah. Do you like it... It's romantic. Like, 
do I like it like from it? A, no, from like <laughs> one of those things where it's like, oh, that's nice on my screen. Oh, God, if he walked next to me, he'd be smelly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If it was, I would not go there. I think I just have more of a, oh, I know how that would smell. That's gross. Yeah, I don't. More than, although if you put it in medieval times and stuff, I'm a little bit more forgiving. <laughs> it's weird. You know, they didn't develop, you know, deodorant until much later. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they were all gross. Everybody was gross throughout history until like bathing. We went to medieval times. Yeah. We've been there. Um, we invented relationships between the boys too, didn't we? Did. We did. <laughs> we made that all up. There was a Sherlock and a John. I, I mean, I'm not just not going to lie. There was a Sherlock there and a John. There was a Sherlock and a John there. There was. Um, okay, so, so that's... I So I would have liked some more from Red Harvest. Yes, I wish it, there was more. I guess I got no motivation. Like, why are you here? Yeah. What? What is... Yeah. Yes, these people need to be defended, yada, yada. But nowhere in that conversation between him and Chisholm yeah. was that. Cause, and Chisholm was funny, too, because at first you're just like, because he, he just flatly refuses over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Until, um, you know, she gets him to stop and he listens and then he's all in. And then you find out later well, it's it was, because Bogue was responsible for killing. Not necessarily. No, he took the job before he, because he was, they were already walking on their horses out of town. When Before she gave she him the name, Bogue. what oh. it what it was, what convinced him was that they presented him with everything they owned. Yeah, okay, that's what got him, and that is actually straight out of uh, Yul Brenner's. Okay, that's what okay. got him to sign up was, and he said the same thing. He said, "I've been paid a lot on things, but never but, everything. But never have I been paid everything." So that's Aww. straight out of the Yul Brenner's. Oh, uh, also the story of so far so good. <laughs> that is actually. Straight out of Yul Brynner's Magnificent yeah. Seven. Yeah. That story is... And there are a lot of the scenes are... Yeah. I mean, it's the same... It's a remake. Skeleton story. Yeah. It's just... It's uh, it's an American border village mm-hmm. with a mining... Yep. As opposed to a farming village... Right. ...in Mexico. Right. Um, so there was that difference. Um, that's pretty much about it. But yeah. And I think... I'm kind of glad they didn't do the mexican village because i could see that becoming a white savior kind of thing headed up by uh, denzel washington well yeah but like a like a american savior type deal yeah yeah um yeah see i could see that so i can kind of see them not doing that um but i did like that um they included the outlaw the mexican outlaw i thought that was really cool um and i loved that him and pratt were just constantly kind of at odds but yet at the end they like they had each other's butts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. And I didn't like how many people died at the end. I was not expecting that. I thought it would be a happy ending. And, like, maybe two of them died. And you're like, oh, that's terrible. But at least well, most see, of the guys made it. No. Well, like, if you remember when we were when we first watched it, I was like, okay, who's the sacrifice play? Yeah, who's the sacrificial lamb? And I never would have thought it was Pratt, honestly. I was like, who's going to be the sacrificial lamb? Well, no, my thought was the whole um, same from uh, the Avengers. When Phil died, yep, they all pulled Brings together. the team together. That was my thought. Who's going to yeah. be the sacrificial lamb so that everybody pulls together yeah. and wins the day? Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. No. Everybody died. Oh, like, there were three of them left. Jack, when Jack di- went down. <gasps> oh, that was do you know terrible. What, do you know what that scene was straight out of? What? That's Boromir. Oh. It was freaking Boromir all over again. He was protecting Teddy. Now I've been given more feels. You didn't see. That was Boromir. No. My Sitting brain there, blocked take, that out. You know the one I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. 
Was that Return of the King or Two Towers? I don't two know. Towers? They blend together. Two Towers. Yeah. It was Two Towers. Um, because that was right at the end of it. Oh, um, that was that yeah. was really rough. It was pure Boromir. Yeah. And I'm and glad. It killed me. I'm glad we had Red Harvest. But I wish we kind of would have had more Indians than the good Indian and, and, and the bad Indian. The, the, the what? Native I'm saying I'm saying the stereotype. Oh, you're in the quotes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because we had we had the um and what I don't even know what his character's name was. The screaming guy? The screamer? Hold on. Oh my no, god. No, no, I got I got a I got a printer right here. I got a printer right here. Hold on. It's like Tommy something. He's one of those guys that he's in everything. Uh Denali? Jonathan Joss. Yes. Played Denali. Yes. He was great, but I kind of wish we wouldn't have done those are our only representations of natives uh, in this movie. Luke Grimes was Teddy. Okay. Matt Bomber. I love him. Was the husband. I ad- He was in it for five seconds. Door. He had like, he had like. And he had a leading. Billing. He had top, one of the top. Yeah. He had opening billing. And he, he was in it for five minutes. Fabulous. For five minutes. I've always loved um, him since White Collar. He's great. He's beautiful. And, um. He's fabulous. Yeah, Jonathan Joss has been in so much stuff. Yeah, he's that that big Native American guy. Yeah. Uh, and I know we... <gasps> he was the one in Parks and Rec that was like, um, white... He was like, if I know one thing about white people, they hate curses. <laughs> I think I've actually seen that. Yes. At least that... It's that been gif a hundred times. Else. Yeah. they. It was like they love something and they hate curses. And I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, he's great. But so, he was, um, I mean, his, his screaming was scary. That's all he did, though. He just, ah! But, but, like, like, but like when Red Harvest confronted him and he says, you're you're a disgrace. He's a, they don't show, they I don't. I wanted to know why. They don't explain it in the movie. It's got to be a cut scene. But he is described in his cast listing as an exiled Comanche warrior. Oh, so they were even both but Comanches. But there's nothing in the movie that tells us he was exiled. Yeah. Yeah. So had they, that's got to be a and scene that was And what was he exiled cut. for? That's got to be a scene I mean, that he was cut for. Because that gives uh, Red Harvest the motivation to kill him like he did. Yeah. And to call him. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it was a disgrace. A disgrace or a traitor or whatever Something was like called. that, yeah. yeah. So. And it was clear that he knew who he was, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh, oh, I want." There's a story want- there, exactly. See, that would have given us the motivation for Red Harvest to be there, yeah. If he knew that it was Bo, somehow, yeah, and knew that this Denali guy was with Bo, that yeah. would have made more sense. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Bo? Let's talk about Bo. He was great. That would be one, Mister Peter Sarsgaard. Um, he was. I just like saying Sarsgaard. Been um, he was the bad guy in uh, Green everything. La- Green Lantern. <laughs> oh dear i know i know and he was kind of weird in that is he, but is he is he one of those he's great though like he's one of those guys that can play almost anything and he made some interesting choices as bogue um i particularly his noticed facial expressions and and the were, way he would hit a word and i I'm, i noticed it most prominently in the scene where the sheriff comes back to Sacramento and tells him about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what has and transpired. He's in, like he's in his element, and he's just because apparently all of Sacramento is in that one house. It is, it is. That's this, a little known fact. Not it didn't give like the name of the mansion nope. in Sacramento. Sacramento. No, no, this is Sacramento. All of it, right, right here. here. Yeah, but he made such cool choices, and I think he's one of those. He kind of reminded me of an Andrew Scott type. 
mm-hmm. villain when they don't just play the I'm a mustache twirly villain. <laughs> um, even though he had a mustache to twirl. Um, I just I really liked him his in this body language because I hated him. But yet but he but he made you hate him uh, as a character. Even at the end, I didn't feel bad for him. No, no. Mm-mm. But yeah, his body language was half that character. Yeah. It was the nonchalant, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm used to owning everything. Yeah. 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 It was great. Um, also, uh, talking about having a diverse cast, when they were bringing in the minors, mm-hmm. uh, there were actors uh, with, I know I saw for sure one with, with that, uh, half an arm, arm missing. Yeah. Um, so they had extras in there. Yeah. Um, of people that normally, you know, they cast the beautiful people. Yeah. Um, but they had extras in there and they looked. And I thought it was good because at the very beginning when we're going through the town and we're seeing kind of the day starting before we even get to the church meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the miners being brought in to get their pay. And um, you can hear them. Again, this is going to be great with 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 captions. But you can hear them muttering, like, about how unfairly they're being treated. Like, it's not right treating us like this. So, I that was, right there, that was motivation yeah, for the miners to yeah. join up and help them. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you'd have been like, why the fuck are these miners here? Like, and there were people of color everywhere. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington was not the only one. When we went back and rewatched yeah. it yesterday. Yeah. I made a point of looking too. for background characters. Yeah. And they were there. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was good. One thing I did think, though, honestly, I think the scene where they first get to town and they just slaughter everybody, which was beautiful. And I know that which happens. Yeah, yep, straight. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that was better than the final battle. You think so? Just because. And, and it probably was my because you know how I am. I like the fluffy happy ending. Oh, yeah. It was probably just like everybody not- lived and it was great. And everybody bad is dead. And yay. Yeah. No. Yeah, sorry. But I like that. It was great. Mm-hmm. When they're just, and like you, I think you you told me yesterday, you were like, they lean really well. Don't they? They're just like casually leaning on a they post They lean here. up against the, 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 the wall posts and the walls mm-hmm. and the door frame. Boy, they lean really well. And they look good doing they it. They went to boot camp. Oh, they did? They went to cowboy boot, boot camp. camp? To, they went to cowboy boot camp. That's awesome. Uh, if you noticed the the long shots where Denzel or Chisholm mm-hmm. is doing, he's walking and he's doing the cowboy strut. The str- yeah, the, the bow legged kind of. Yeah, the way his hips. Yeah, they all had the bow legs. Because I mean, that's and that's a product of riding a horse all day. Yeah, that's not a yeah. And um, you know, unless you're Jensen Ackles, but who's <laughs> just bow legged as the day is long. And it's great. <laughs> uh, but no, they did go to cowboy. That's awesome. They went to cowboy boot Can camp. Can you just picture, like, our seven babies in cowboy boot camp? That's precious. That's just adorable. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it was really weird to see Ethan Hunt because he used to be, like, the guy. Like, one of the Ethan guys. Ethan Hawk? Yeah. You called him Hunt. Oh, shit. Oh, God, that's Mission Impossible. Jesus. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. No, there was this. There was one scene between Chris Pratt and Ethan Hawke when that I was sitting like, there going, "It's the passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. It's right there. We just saw it." Mm-hmm. Because they aged him up. They did. They roughed him they up. They roughed him up. Well, I think that, it was great though. I think they did that with a lot of them because that Pratt. That was not a. I mean, that was a very harsh life. That was not. Except Billy. Yeah, Billy was very, very pretty. Billy always just looked Billy gorgeous. Was just pretty. Yeah. With his hairpins. I love I love when he's like it's easy. You just 
cut. Oh, and he and just whoosh, 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 whoosh. Mm-hmm. and everybody and he turns around everybody's walking off he's like they literally noped out of that <laughs> said, nope fuck this shit i'm out <laughs> that's what that was right there it was great it was it beautiful was um can we talk about some of the inconsistencies in the movie <laughs> yeah. like i don't need to go to imdb to look up a list of goofs no no because there are three that I can come up with on the t- off the top of my head. At the very beginning when he's drinking the alcohol and he gets, Chris, he gets caught by the... Um, uh, Faraday is walking Earl. out of the back of, uh, walking out of the, back of the, the, the bar yep. after uh, Chisholm comes in and cleans up, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going out and he's holding this big old bottle, this clear, I'm assuming, moonshine vodka, whatever it is. And yeah. he takes a big old swig of it and he lowers it down out of screen and the two guys put their guns on him and they're like, get your hands up. And then he pulls up both of his hands. Where did the bottle go? Magic. It was a magic trick. He Just didn't like drop the card it. Trick. He didn't drop it or anything. Um, another one was when uh, near the end when um, Fair not Faraday uh, Ribichaud mm-hmm. is they got the line of the guys trying to shoot and mm-hmm. they all totally miss and the guy yeah. they send the one guy away. Yeah, go make me a sandwich. I mean, what was it he had him? Go make me some eggs or something. Something like that. He said, yeah. go make me a sandwich. Basically, that's what it was. Uh, and so he tells him to leave the gun in the wagon. Mm-hmm. About 10 feet away from Faraday. Mm-hmm. And then like two scenes later, it's right next to him. Ah. And there's a third one and I've totally forgotten it now. <laughs> but yeah. I think I think when you get a big budget like this, that kind of stuff tends to go by the oh, wayside. Yeah. Unless you have somebody... That is dedicated to continuity because I mean they hire continuity people. They need to for hire me. They need yeah. to hire me. Oh my god, they do need to hire basically you. Because <laughs> you you're the you're the type that looks at the level of wine glasses. I do. Is the cigarette still mm-hmm. lit from here to here? Is it this it was, long? You it? just lit that cigarette. Westworld it was we were watching Westworld. I was like, she just lit that cigarette. Yeah. How is it halfway gone? Yeah. I do worry about things like that. I know you do. It's okay. But uh, yeah. Oh, there was the bell. The bell? The bell in the yes, bell tower. Yes, I noticed the bell. It was at different levels. I even noticed the bell. Um, now I'm looking at the... The actual goose I'm at, yeah, on I am. Uh, Yeah, it, it's bad if I notice something. Because I'm usually like, ooh, it's pretty. Oh, there's factual errors about guns. Yeah, I'm not getting oh, into that. I, yeah. know. I can only imagine. Uh, Chisholm reload his Colt single action army revolver. He flips open the loading gate and spins the cylinder upside down, which quickly dumps his spent shells. Would not be able to loose it. Blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with stuff like that because it looked cool. <laughs> uh, it says here that Red Harvest has a mohawk hairstyle in the film. Mm-hmm. The Comanche never cut their hair in the style of a mohawk. However, he does claim to be sort of an outcast and could have decided to cut his hair that way. That's inconsistent with other information that I have read. Yeah, because I read that it was accidentally factual. Hold on. Let me go back to... Because that actor, Martin, um, actually had, like, really, really long well, hair. knee-length long hair. And that's one of the reasons he was cast. And, and then, then he, he cut, cut it. it. Unbeknownst to the producers. and Because he didn't know that was why he got cast. Um. But, yeah. According to director Antoine Fuqua, one of the reasons that Martin was cast as Native American Red Harvest was that he had luxuriant, almost knee-length hair when he auditioned. Not having been told that this had been a selling point, he cut his hair shortly thereafter. Fuqua was originally upset, but then had the idea for a 
Sinsmeyer to have his hair cut into a mohawk, which fortunately also turned out to be historically accurate. That boy just pretty. Yeah, he is. You're showing. He's, she's showing me a like a picture, like, like a headshot of like a photo. Sh- that's not. That's a Martin. photo shoot, right? Yeah, there. he pretty. Uh, when uh, mm. now that we're now that we're in trivia. Uh, when Red Harvest first appears, he speaks in Comanche, the language of his character. However, when he states, my name is Red Harvest, he says the line in Tinglet, which is the language of uh, Sinsmeyer's real native people. Okay. And from what I understand, he goes back and forth in the film. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was reading, too. Which, uh, you know. Jason Momoa was actually originally tagged to be in this film. I don't know as Don't know what though. character, though. The Jonathan Joss character? That one, yeah. The scream, Denali, the screaming that guy. That would have been a perfect character sense. for him. But it's such a small part. It's such a small. No wonder he did he Aquaman. He went to go do Aquaman. Yeah. God, I, I don't. I just don't even care about what Aquaman's about. I just want to see Jason Momoa. He's Tom not- Cruise was previously in talks <gasps> to be in this film. No. No. Oh, the uh, Chris Pratt's horse. Yeah. Is the horse from War Horse? I know. Is the horse? Is the War Horse from War the Horse? The War Horse from Joey, War Horse. Yes. Who? Uh, Tom. Hiddleston also rode Lucky Fucking Horse. Uh, but also Faraday's horse is named Jack. Yeah. Which is Chris Pratt's son's name. Oh. Just saying. Yeah. Chris Pratt's precious. He is. A white man's food looks like dog food was spoken <laughs> in Tinglet. I know I'm saying that wrong, but I apologize. Yeah. I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced. Uh. I loved when he was like, what'd you say? Oh, well, uh, when, uh, 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 Horn, uh, you speak, what do you, we, I, we got a lot to talk about. (laughs) It's great. That scene could have gone so other, a totally different direction. Yeah. Yeah. Jack was such a contradictory character. Wasn't he? He was great. So brutal, but also he was forever thanking God and thinking he was being righteous. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, well, I mean, clearly something traumatic back. happened to him with his family. That he was married once. I didn't yeah. ask. Her, I didn't ask her to do that. Oh my God, he was so Bless cute. His heart. He was so cute. Well, maybe since she, what was uh, it was so crude. Uh, was since so cr- she poked something in holes for you, or poked holes in something, something Maybe like you should it was them. something with poking. Yeah, there was there was poking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Vasquez. Let's see, miscellaneous goofs. I would have liked more of Vasquez's character too. Although I did notice when the second time around we watched it, when we were doing the um, all the scenes of the the town getting ready, building things, digging trenches, Vasquez was front and center the whole time yeah digging the trenches was in the original film um all that 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 whole Mm -hmm. preparation thing the building the walls and trapping them inside Mm -hmm. is from the original film it's smart i mean it is it's tactical warfare Uh, the gatlin gun was not oh the gatlin gun was just i hated that thing but did you notice that the first time they fired the gatlin gun it seemed to run forever and then the next couple of times it just kind of ran for a little bit and i I noticed that more on the second watch Mm -hmm. Because I was like, oh, they're out already? Yeah. But yeah, because it went on forever. The first time, yeah. 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 And uh, can I just say, why did they not hide the children Oh, that away was so dumb. The first time? And I think I said that to you the first time we watched it. I was like, Could why be. are they not hiding at somebody's farm? Like, yeah. Uh, 
But, yeah, because the farms would have been... Away. Yeah, they kept talking about being a farming village, and yet we saw no farms. No. No. There were no farms. So, I mean, put, help hide him in the mine, for God's sake. That would have been safer. Yeah, because remember when we saw uh, Fer- when they Earl yeah. first took Faraday, he was, he was like, I am not going in that mine. There they, might be rats it was right there. there. It was right there. No, that wasn't the right one. Oh, that was a different town. That was wasn't a different, it? yeah. Um, that was Amador City or Alma something city. Um, I thought Earl looked a lot like, like, he didn't look a lot like Alan Tudyk, but he looked like he could have been Alan in a weird, like, scrunchy face. He did, costume kind of. Didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. Um, he looked like okay. he could have been Alan playing that character. That's true. Alan can conform himself to several different. Yeah. He's just, that's just. Visually, he can Visually, be very different. Yes, yeah. he can. Uh, yeah. But he's generally the same character. Um. Okay, what about this? When they took the village from the sheriff and his deputies. Okay, the first, which was beautiful. The first time around, which was, are you sure you don't want my gun? That's that my was happy the ending. best line right there. The movie right stops there. there, and they all live happily ever after. Okay, that's the end of the movie. Fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, are you sure you don't want my gun? <laughs> that line was so perfectly delivered. It was. Because he just kind of interrupts himself in the middle of a thought. Are you sure like, you don't want this? <laughs> um, but... So they take over the the, the village, the town, mm-hmm. uh, the town, town um, probably from, is more apt from the the sheriff and his uh, deputies, mm-hmm. and you can see in the background the tents, yes, from the uh, miners, miners yeah. where the miners live over in the tents next to right. the mines. You can see the men lined up along the riverbank. And wait, 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 wait! Would Bogues men not be the Bogues men that they picked off? Yep. Later. Later, like the next day. Or like have later that afternoon. Like, What's going on at the town? There's all this gunfire. Would they not have... You think? Because it wasn't that far away. Mm-mm. I thought that too. And I thought that in the in the rewatch. Because I don't I think like, that they were a minute. So, so far away that they couldn't see... Or at least send somebody over to see what's happening. Especially since the miners came over to help when they noticed that there was an issue at the church at the very beginning yes we want to come out we don't pay you to help but they do they were in town to get paid though remember that that's true that's true i didn't think about that but so, yeah i mean it wasn't that far away that it would be implausible for them to be like mm-hmm, what the fuck's mm-hmm. going on over there yeah unless they were like keep your fucking nose down and but just the still but the bogues men that were over there yeah. or whoever was in the bogues mining office mm-hmm. at the mine at the mine you know yeah. it all just i don't know yeah Whatever. But I mean, if that's the nitpickiest thing we have about this, yeah, I'm okay it's just, with it. Yeah, but still, they're just but we live. That's that what I've we're here of. for. Yeah, that's what you get when you podcast a movie. Yeah, you start talking about stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I f- I just I I'll, watch movies so differently now. I want to give Robichaud a big hug. Well, you can give Robichaud a big hug. You might get a little dirty. A little dirty. And he stinks a little bit. Thank you. So he was so, getting a nice shave at the beginning, although I was like, can you get it back? And the whole the whole story of the reason why the two of them were together and why Billy follows him around everywhere was a mm-hmm. little flimsy. Yeah. Well, and like... Because the whole he's, we, I saved his life story yeah. would have made a lot, would have been a lot more plausible mm-hmm. than, um, I just decided that this was not a man to be... Arrested, he this was a man, man to be friend. Yeah. Because he's yeah. so pretty. Yeah, I know. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, and as much as I love Pratt, I was like, 
don't be a mean don't be mean to rub show when he was like take a shot let they need some inspiration such an ass so bad and then rub show just okay but let me play devil's advocate but if you're in a talent, if you were in that situation and you were depending on this man to save your life, to be a sharpshooter, you need to know yeah. whether or not you can trust him. And he had a suspicion that he couldn't that do Rubisho it. That Rubisho was not going to be able to do it because he saw the yeah. way he reacted with the, the sheriff and the deputy. So yeah. I don't. I get where it came from, but he I was an ass about from, it. He was, I agree. He was an ass he about it. He should have confronted him privately and said, listen, are or you at least said this? something to Chisholm and say, hey, I think something's wrong with our buddy over here. Because Robichaud, that's the thing, though. He was. But even, this, is, this is the Midwest, though. This was not. He was. Yeah, they weren't good at conflict times. resolution. Um, he was good with the planning, though. Like, you saw him specifically, like, okay, we put guys here and here, and then we can do this. But they all were. Yeah. Um, they were all in on that. Yeah, um, I like that. She remember when it wasn't all just they ti- the brains. Yeah, they timed and Jack Horns. He's like, okay, and he's like, who is it? We can just do a graveyard right here. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And they timed him. Oh, so mm-hmm. what were they timing him on? He did not have a stopwatch. How uh, did he time him? Three minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Was he counting in his head? Uh, yeah. Well, he's like three minutes. That's too much. Mississippi. That's too much ground to cover. Yeah. Uh, one Arkansas. Two Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. When did we start pronouncing it Arkansas like we were fancy? Mm-hmm. Because okay, no, no, no. There, okay, there's the other uh, inconsistency, the other goof. Hmm. The flag, the flag, the oh, American flag that, that was flag, at the mining yeah. village. I'm pretty sure it was it was fifty. I'm almost positive because I was like, that is way too many stars. Uh, because it was set in 1879, right? And Hawaii did not become a state until 1959. I told you it was after the war. Yeah, that's a lot after the war. Mm-hmm. So there is no way. They because were like that a- was, no, because it was the nice little even rows of all the stars. And I watched it real close the second time we saw mm-hmm. it. Because we, we thought that the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it was it was appropriately aged. I mean, it looked like a flag of that time, but it just looked inappropriate. Uh, Alaska became a state in 1959. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought the last couple yeah. were late. Yeah, they were, they were, they were in there. Uh- <laughs> I think Alaska is pretty because they're like, we have to have an even number. The flag looks better if it's 50. Well, Alaska <laughs> became a state in January and Hawaii became a state in August. Oh, well, there you go. So, yeah. Just saying. But, um, so yeah. Okay, uh, do you want to get to some feedback? Absolutely, I do. Okay. Uh, hit me with it. All right, it's kind of awkward. Don't hit me with your laptop, <laughs> Missy. You said. Sass pants. You said. Okay, so uh, listener Greg wrote in. Um, he says, uh, he says, I went to, s- he was excited to hear that we were casting it cool cool so i went to see it opening weekend then looked for anyone who had podcast it they were all forgettable and insufficient oh well so i'm confident you won't let me down no pressure i would have drank more if i knew that i tried to give you alcohol i added more to it even <laughs> i thought this was definitely an enjoyable movie great cast cool action social topics addressed subtly heroics the right amount of cliche yeah I can agree with all yeah, that. Yeah, because some cliche is good. Like, it's comforting yeah, to yeah, have that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, as I see it, Denzel and Pratt were, well, Denzel and Pratt, 
they kind of were. Yeah. Uh, based on the past that already makes this one a winner. Also, based on my previous film knowledge, this was a different Ethan Hawke, a much more interesting Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio was good. I liked his character <laughs> and his weird voice choice. Yeah. He was funny. Uh, Lee Byung-hun should have been called Billy Badass instead of Billy Rocks. Yeah. Billy Rocks. Yeah, that's where it like, came from. Yeah, yeah she, okay. she did I the hand. doing the hand. Yeah. I don't know what Child of is. the 80s. Yes, I was. Yes. Uh, Haley Bennett held her own. She did. I really liked her. Uh, and she looks like she could be related to Jude Law. I could see that. I can see With that. the cheekbones. Yeah. It's all about the cheekbones. It's all about the cheekbones. And Sarsgaard. Well, he does look like a punk-ass villain. So, good job. <laughs> I'm aware this was a remake of an old Western that was a remake of an older Eastern <laughs> But since I've seen neither one of those, and he doesn't care to, he judges it on his own merit. I love how the Magnificent Seven were a mixed group of bad asses of different ethnicities. Yeah. From the north, south, east, and west. There were some lawmen, there were some outlaws, some warriors, some soldiers, and they had female representation in the film. And they and didn't minimalize the woman's role, even though, based on my understanding, the movie wasn't really about her. She was just the catalyst. Right. But I do like how strong she was and how uncompromising. Yes. And they did not make her romantic interest. Yes. Because, and that would have made no sense. She lost her husband like two weeks ago. Violently. Ish. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very glad that they didn't, uh, because at first I was like, although Teddy was absolutely in love with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was totally implied. Oh, yeah. And after a while, you He would know, have followed her anywhere. He would have. Yeah. Um, That's okay. So, uh, Greg goes on to say, Honestly, my only problem with the movie is this. The Magnificent Seven were just that. Magnificent. With any and every weapon. Quips, shotguns, rifles, pistols, bows and arrows, hatchets, bayonet knives, hell, even hairpins. Even Emma Cullen was a quick-witted dead eye. I don't think any of the eight of them ever missed a target in this two-hour flick. Not one wasted bullet. Two hours of watching them all being dead shot. And the best explanation given by any of them as to why they were so freaking awesome with the aim is, I had a father. Really? (laughs) I get it. The movie may have been a 24-episode TV series if everyone wouldn't have gotten a backstory. Not a bad idea, Netflix. But geez, (laughs) none of them wasted a bullet. We knew a minimal amount of all these characters until the end when a few of them gave a brief explanation for why they were who they were. Yeah. I And one thing I didn't like about that I had a father is it's that girl trope of if you're a chick that's good at a quote unquote guy thing, it has to be, oh, I have four brothers or, oh, my dad taught me. My dad's a cop or my brothers are cops. You can't just be good. Yeah, you can't just be. Yeah, like I picked this up and I why, live on the fucking frontier so I need to know how to shoot stuff. Why do we always have to be somebody's wife or daughter or sister? Yes. Why can't we just be women? So that kind of just, yeah, that even stuck in my craw a little bit more than most. So, but yeah. Um, Greg goes on to say. Uh-oh. I liked Billy and Goody's relationship. It was Stucky-ish. We're not the only ones who saw it. No, we're not. Uh, Chisholm's Men Amongst, Man Amongst Men Mystic was on point. Faraday pulled a Tony Stark as the clever, drunken, smartass that unexpectedly made the sacrifice play. True that. Emma stayed beautiful and respectable, never becoming a sexual distraction. Yep. While also being a badass. Yep. Okay, I'm going to pause right there and say... She still showed some cleavage from time to time, but yeah. you know what? It was fucking hot. Yeah, it was. 
I think it was appropriate for the time, too. And I don't think there was anything different from having one of the men with a shirt open. Because yeah. Because it's freaking hot. Everybody was sweaty. And it, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm, he's glistening. You know, like it wasn't sexualized. No, well, and you know, no, you never saw her, like, untie it. Yeah, that, like, that was just my fucking dress. And that's just what she, and she never yeah. really changed. It was the same outfit the whole movie. So dirty. Well, you you don't like you, Why don't, does you everybody, can't just go down oh, to Walmart and buy a I new know, outfit. But, so oh, I was just she like she washed her hair. I was just like we the happy that. ending is everybody gets a fucking bath. <laughs> That's the happy ending. Uh, okay, I gotta find my spot here. Um, okay, he goes on to say there were brief moments when she may have seemed a little damsel damn selfish. <laughs> I think he's trying to say damselish. It might but have autocorrected. It, says, it Some, says damn selfish. That might be an autocorrect one, one word. One word. Damn selfish. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, when her husband was shot dead and she ran out of ammo. Oh, damn. It is supposed to be damselish. Okay. When her husband was shot, yeah. she acted appropriately. Yeah. And when she ran out of ammo. Yeah. I can. I would be upset if there's a she scary kept firing, though. man she kept coming firing. at me. And, yeah. Uh, but she gets a pass based on the circumstances. Yeah. Very good, Greg. Very good. And I do like that that was the point where they were all running out of ammo. <laughs> he, he says we all would have probably come across as damsels in those moments. Yeah. I would have been the one, like, wetting myself in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bug was even a proper mustache-twirling bad guy. Yeah. Unfortunately, all of our protagonists didn't make it, but that kept the mm-hmm. movie from being too cheesy and I don't allowing care. us to, as you might say, Queenie, feel the feels. Yep. I don't care. I wanted all the cheese. Uh, I could talk. Everybody more. lives. <laughs> Just this once. Uh, I could talk more in depth about Denzel and Pratt and Vincent, etc. But I've already made this a bit too long. Uh, blah 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 blah. So that's Greg's email, and so we also heard from Kim. Awesome. Who uh, was one of our regular Sleepy Hollow listeners? Yes, yes. And we are so glad that you are still with us. Yes. Um. She writes to us and says, I love the movie uh, overall. Denzel and De, De Vincent. D'Onofrio. Yeah. Sorry. Um, were especially good. D'Onofrio has long been a favorite. You and said I, it right. I'm I so did, proud Just of because you. you just said it. Okay. That's okay. And I like the choices he made in Magnificent Seven because as a character who is famous for scalping natives, it would have been easy for social commentary designed to make you either revere or despise buys come into play but that's, that's true. not how he played it that's true uh, the same goes for the choice not to have any of the characters refer to denzel's character by the n-word oh thank god which would likely have been common terminology at the time yeah doing so enabled denzel's character to be a man yes still a black man but wasn't the focus of the tale and he was always that that authority figure yes he was he was always the signed warrant officer and the peace officer in the indian territories and seven, and seven other states. states and i mean like he was lincoln the like con- the president constant authority figure and yes. i really like that nobody took his power from him no uh doing so enabled denzel's character to be a man okay wait i said that i like the representation of ethan hawk's emotional trauma the characters lived in a world where they did and saw horrendous things, and the fact that people are immune to this is a false narrative that is often presented to give us the strong male trope. Oh, bless you, Kim. I was pleasantly surprised when Pratt's character did not get romantically involved with the woman mm-hmm. uh, who hired Denzel's character. is a typical trope, and I found myself rolling my eyes when Pratt's character started coming on to her. Yeah. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. 
but then it didn't happen and I was relieved. I also liked that the female character was neither docile nor a delicate flower, but a strong person who can and would do what she needed to protect herself and those around her. Yeah, she was great. Uh, the best scene, the fight between the two Native American characters that involved no stereotypical Native speak, but rather it was two men on opposite sides of the battle that could have been played by any characters regardless of race. Yeah. I, I can agree with that, except for the fact that Red Harvest did call him... Like a traitor. Like a traitor, or, or, or he's an embarrassment. Disgrace, or something. There was something else going on there. But that honestly, though, they mentioned, and, and I thought this was interesting, they mentioned that clearly Robichaux, when they were having their bonding moment, mm-hmm. when they were all riding... Um, Robichaux mentioned... <laughs> I believe that we are bonding. Yes, when he's like, I'm a gray, I was a gray... Chisholm was a was a, a blue was a blue, so I could see that maybe not being two Comanche warriors, but maybe two guys that were in the war that knew each other. I don't know enough about the Comanche tribe to say. Okay, okay. But all I know is that Denali as a character is described as an exile Comanche. I wish there was been a, in the damn movie. There's a story there. Yeah, I wish that would have been in the damn movie. Because that would have been, I think, a good a good story I, to I tell. I really feel like their characters that there's more story there that the writers wrote. Yeah, but is not there. Yeah, and that the char- the actors knew about. Yeah. Although I tell you right now, he screamed really well. Oh my ah! god! Oh my god! He was quite yeah, quite the screamer. And like it was high. Is that a and thing? I, I don't know. I don't but, know either. And I feel bad that I don't know. Yeah. Um, I enjoy this movie. I thought it was really good. I enjoy it. I would see it again and again. Yeah. This is going to be one that when it gets to the movie channels, it'll be on rotation. I think I might own it. Oh, all right. At the end of the day. Maybe not when it first comes out. Yeah. I'll wait for the price to drop. Yeah. So, um, as we generally tend to do during our movie podcasts, we always forget to pimp ourselves yeah because we don't have notes to go by like a <laughs> we recap just kinda, we just kind of wing it yeah um yeah but we do want to uh we have a psa yes we have a new podcast in the works debuting yeah one day yeah once we can get uh itunes to recognize that the podcast exists and we come up with a name for it i thought we did oh okay hit me with it <laughs> wasn't it <laughs> Random revelries? Yes, 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 it was. Do that I need to I write that about. down so that it'll actually yes. be a thing? Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's just kind of going to be a catch all. Yeah. There are a lot of things that we like to, or, or at least I do. I want to talk about things that have nothing to do with the podcast we're recording at times. Yeah. Yeah. And like tell stories, but. Yeah. And video games and. Video games for playing. Movies that won't quite make it to a full podcast of their own. Exactly. Uh, just anything yeah fandom news yes things like that cons we we've gone to yeah because you've got uh, a trip coming up to yeah. a con here in a couple of weeks um you know what tv shows we're watching mm-hmm. that we're not podcasting yeah because there's a lot of stuff that we just it's a catch-all fit into the schedule oh absolutely we talked about podcasting uh timeless and whether mm-hmm. we just we just decided we couldn't do it schedule wise yeah schedule wise because you know we like to sleep yeah yeah and you know sleep live yeah and have jobs um 
so it's a it's a catch-all that we've come up with and what we would love for you guys to write into us about the video games you're playing about the shows you're watching any comics that you're excited about yes anything anything yeah and it does i mean it could be doesn't even necessarily have to be entertainment news. Yeah. Like, my current podcast that I'm hooked on right now... Is Neil deGrasse is about, Tyson. Is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. It's about physics. 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 physics, physics. Like, I, if I come up with any cocktail recipes... Yeah. I'll talk about that. That'd be awesome. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do fandom cocktails. We're going to Rocky Horror Picture nerd. Show later this yeah, year. Yeah, we are. Later this year. Later this later month. This month. Yeah. It is October, isn't it? Um, yeah, so, it please. Um, and that helps us to know what you guys are interested in. Yeah. We just want to hear from you. So, uh, and you can write to us at Random Tea Podcasts with an S, just to be clear, um, at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at Random Tea Casts. Or on Tumblr at Random Tea Podcast.tumblr.com. Or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Random Tea Podcasts. Uh, and I'm going to put it out there that maybe if there's any residual sorting stuff that needs to happen, that would be the place for it. We can, yeah, we can put that in random revelries. Yeah, yeah. we can talk about Harry Potter. Yeah, we can. <gasps> uh, we've got a trip uh, to Disney next year. Yeah, we do. Um, and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Thank absolutely. you very much. Yes, it's yes. Finally, I will get Ravenclaw merchandise. I've gotten you Ravenclaw merchandise. I know. Okay. I know. Mm-hmm. I had to stop myself from getting a wand next time or last time, and I think I'll have to stop myself again because I don't know that I'll do anything. I mean, with yeah. It. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, but it's really cool. Yeah. But yeah, but, but that kind of that kind of crap. Oh yeah. Um, also, check out our other podcasts um, because we're we're on current on uh, Gotham and mm-hmm. Agents of Shield. Yep. Uh, there's a couple of uh, we got the two seasons of Agent Carter out there, which apparently we found out that uh, Haley Atwell will be voicing uh, Peggy Carter Woo-woo. on the animated Avengers series. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, thank you, Michael, for pointing that out to us. Oh, there's the MCU. There's the MCU, MCU movies. Um, We also have three seasons of Sleepy Hollow out there. Um, We also have clearly this is the random movies feed. Uh, And and what 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 are we going to be recording next week for random movies? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes. Thank you, Michael. Yes, we are. That's that will be a podcast sponsored by Michael. Yeah. Um. So that'll be. That's actually not a bad movie. I kind of. I know you've already watched it. it. Yeah, liked it. It's Alan Tudyk, in man. Weird, He's precious. In a weird way. Yeah. In a weird, and it's a comedy. I know, and that's kind of hit or miss with it. you. Yeah, and I kind of liked it. Oh, oh, and um, in the weird Johnny making faces thing, um, we're going to continue our Christmas tradition <laughs> at some point in the next no. couple months, and I'm going to make her watch a cheesy romantic comedy Christmas <laughs> movie. So we're going to do the holiday. That's going to be our. That's going to be our Christmas movie. And it is, uh, we're going to record next weekend for our Halloween. Uh, Stephen King's It, and that's the 1990 uh, miniseries version oh, that yeah, terrified is, me as a child. It is from 1990. It's set in 85. Yeah. Okay. Terrified me as a child. It'll be great. Yeah, because I have the book laying around, and I go out of my way to make sure that it's face down because it has the clown on front. Oh, I've read it. I've read it twice, and I've listened to yeah, it twice. Yeah, but there's no reason for you to look at a clown sitting yeah. in my house. Yeah. That would be mean. Have you have you seen the poster that they for the remake? Yes. Fucking scary. Yes, it is. And all this clown bullshit that's going around. Yes, yeah, Stephen King. Anyway, uh, Stephen King has been accused of oh, that's uh, bullshit. It being a PR stunt. That's bullshit. And he's like, uh, no, I'm not that asshole. Nope, he's not. He's precious. Like and he I love needs him. the money. I know. Seriously. Come on. So, but that's coming. 
Um, did we miss any of the casts? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's all of but them. Yeah. So. So stuff's coming. And then, yeah, expect our, our new one, Random Revelries, uh, which I'm going to have to uh, get next, better at saying. Next few weeks. Yeah. We got to get it up and running. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that because we've been talking about like, oh, well, I'd love to do this, but I don't think we could have a full a full podcast yeah, on such and such a movie. Yeah, there's movies that we like to talk about, but then there's no way it's going to fill up an entire cast. Like we talk yeah. about it for five minutes. And it's something that Johnny won't research, hopefully, a we'll lot. S- we'll see. That we're hoping. <laughs> If I want to talk about something, I'll I will I'll spring it on you on air. Okay, like well, God intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty ad lib. Yeah. So. So yeah, especially again, if it's one of those things where you're just like like right after I binged uh, Jessica Jones, and I was like, I have a lot of fucking See? feelings about Jessica See? Jones. We could do we could. Once I finally can get around to sitting we down talk and actually about like watching that. Jessica Jones, we could talk about it. Because there are so many series that we would we would love to podcast if we were full time and didn't yes. work and didn't have to like pay bills and stuff. Yes. We just don't we just can't fit it in the schedule. So Exactly. Yeah. And like there's Westworld stuff I'd love to talk about, but mm-hmm. I am not confident enough in West besides, I mean, go listen to Bald, Bald Move. Move just man. go listen to Bald Move. Yeah. They're Westworld. They're doing podcasts for Westworld and Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. That's why we don't touch those shows because their podcast is so good. Yeah, exactly. I think that's all I got. Um, I have I have a parting shot. I'm going to do the quote correctly. There are two things I know about white people. They love Matchbox 20 and they are terrified of curses. Oh, so there you go. That's from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, (laughs) that's the one. (laughs) God, I love it. Yes. Oh, so thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.